Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast, where everything is made up and the points don't matter. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we don't have rights to that. Uh oh. Yeah, so we're well, about as authentic as ripping off famous TV show back we're from not the making early 2000s. Any money, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm Brandon, and I'm Chris, and we're going off topic. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast. On this episode today, we have a very special guest. We have Christian Brigadal. How's it going, bud? It's going well. It's going well. Go, going fine. It was a long way to get here, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate it. Are your arms pretty tired? Yeah, I mean... I mean, oh. that sun I mean, whew, makes you makes you sweat and hot and just, you know... It is a hot day. Yeah, it's like almost 90, and it's... Yeah, so I, not I was slaving away at the popper all day, and... <laughs> Excuse me? Is that slang for something? Are, are, you, are you insisting on, on that no. pun? Are you doing drugs, Christian? No, whoa. <laughs> Slaving away at the popper? Oh, yeah. It's making that blue sky. No. <laughs> well, I think it's time for our usual weird news and strange times. I heard you have a story for us, Chris. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I do, and I've read it. Oh, so oh, yeah. you know I know have a you? lot about it. <laughs> I've done a lot of research you read on, about this, it on this, the internet. <laughs> this paper. <laughs> Basically, a woman. So here's here's the here's the catching you know line the headline here. Oh yeah. Woman on horseback refused service at McDonald's drive-through. Um, hmm. where was this at? Uh, yeah. Uh, this event occurred during England's World Cup semifinal against Croatia when Miss oh, Louise wow. Miss Louise Cotta saw an opportunity to use the quieter roads and cave into her Big Mac cravings. <laughs> Which you, you have your every right to do so. You know, it's Of course this would be from England. Wait, no, no, this isn't in England. This wait Yeah, it is. This is in England? Yeah. In England. But the, Oh no! Wait, great, no, that's but this, but the, the thing, yeah, the Russia. World Cup was in Russia. By oh. the way, I have to apologize to everybody. Apparently, the psychic pig did yeah. not oh. predict the accurate winner. He's now psychic bacon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to do your job, otherwise, you're gonna get whacked. Yep. You know, it may have been England, but she was like watching the game or something like that. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Is maybe this? She was like, yeah. "Oh wow, this is making me crave a." Big Mac. Yeah. It's a big just game. Get, get I want a my, big meal. Big Mac. Get on my saddle and ride out to McDonald's. <laughs> it's the American way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like this would happen. It's like it would only happen in the South American Southwest or it would happen in England. It's like right. no other place in the world where is that where your mind goes, where I'm just someone's rolling thinking up on a horseback, about. galloping up on a horseback. <laughs> The scene from Fellowship of the Ring when they're fly like shadow. Arwen on the horse. We got to get to Rivendell. <laughs> but they're going to McDonald's. <laughs> well, and, and this was this was against Croatia that yeah. this happened. So I, it says that she did this during. If she did it during, that's just a bad fan right there because that yeah. was a good game. That was you know. I right didn't before see the finals. it, but exactly. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> There's video proof. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Staff told Miss Carter that she could not be served due to company policy as she wasn't in a motor vehicle. Oh, oh, okay. So you're telling Did me... Did you just assume my horse's vehicular pop- properties? <laughs> it has motors and jet engines. He didn't look out the window. He's got wheels. <laughs> look, oh, so look. the window's like, wait, what about the... Uh... It's just one horsepower. Okay, so hear, hear me out. What if you came in and one of those, like... Those penny-operated horses, like that's mechanical. Would that would that count? This is my horse, Penny. <laughs> we came all the way from Meyer <laughs> across the pond. Apparently, McDonald's fact page. Okay, this is a good chance for me to learn. Is it? Do we say fact page? It's F A Q. I've always wondered. Fact. What, yeah, like frequently asked questions. Yeah, but it's like, ah, yeah. oh, fact. What, what am I? I know. Ah, oh, fact. <laughs> What, what are the facts? You Sounds know? like a derogatory term. It does. It's like, oh, what the fact? <laughs> so it's uh, so that I'm just going to assume that's how you say it. Fact. I, I, yeah. Yeah. FAQ. Mm-hmm. Let's go with that. The McDonald's fact page on mm-hmm. their website states, uh, McDonald's drive-through is for people in motor vehicles only. Mm-hmm. For safety reasons, we cannot serve pedestrians and vehicles at the same outdoor service point. Well, you're losing so money. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. For, for safety people? reasons, we cannot serve pedestrians and vehicles. What? What? <laughs> Looks like that was a typo Sir, this there. empty vehicle just drove up <laughs> to the window. Oh, I think well, this is order. The they know the rules. They need a passenger. <laughs> Oi, we got a ghost here. <laughs> it's one of those self-driving cars, sir. I mean, is this why like there's never like any of the ice cream machines working in McDonald's? Is because they pour the stuff in the actual like f- lid of the car, where it, they just like, open up the hood and they're like, okay, you know, you order your food, but what what is your car having? Right. Uh, I'll have what it's having. You know, <laughs> you know. I actually have a funny story about like drive-throughs. So when I was in cross country, we we were going to this meet like out of uh, out out of the city, and I think it was in um, like Muskegon, I think. And we went to a Burger King for like you know after the meet was done, like all right, let's get some fast food, which is like you know totally the opposite of what you would want to do for cross country. But you know what? We just ran a race. We want some food. We don't care where we it is. We want to be dry heaving tonight. Ex- exactly. <laughs> so we went, we had the um, the bus, like we were all going inside the uh, Burger King. And then um, a couple of friends of ours, including yours truly, decided, you know what? We don't want Burger King. We want Taco Bell instead. Was too good for Burger King? Uh, apparently. But it was like really close by. But obviously we came in a bus. We didn't have a car. So you know what we did? We you hijacked walked. the bus. We walked through the drive-thru. Well, you're lucky it wasn't a McDonald's because uh, they would not have uh, served you, sir. Here's the thing, though. (laughs) They almost called the cops on us because we weren't in a car. It's like, sir, you're delaying traffic. And we were looking behind us like, there's no cars. cars (laughs) There's a kid on a little, like, big rig trike. (laughs) There's a lake there. (laughs) He's, like, ringing his little little tricycle. And he's like, move it, (laughs) jerk. It's like, we're going to call the police if you don't get out of the way. We're like, oh, okay, I guess we'll take our service somewhere else. Why didn't you go inside? We thought it'd be funny <laughs> that's, isn't funny that the answer to like, that too. all those things is we thought it would be funny like we like, were in like, high school <laughs> like we were idiots like <laughs> this i had the same thing happen it was a couple years ago i was with jeff otsby yeah oh yeah we were filming a film in chicago mm-hmm. caleb caleb's film yeah um and we were really hungry it was late at night it was like 11 o'clock at night we're like you know what we're hungry there's nothing to eat around here let's go get something to eat yeah. And McDonald's had just closed their inside dining room. Ugh. So we're like, you know what? Let's go through the drive-thru. And we stood there, and we were jumping up and down. <laughs> like, why aren't they seeing us? 
Are you seeing us? And was, like, Let's get out of you, here, sir. yeah. sirs. Yeah, it's like that 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 little uh, motion, like notion you give, like you know, you're like bobbing your head like up and down, like like like. Can you see me? Can you acknowledge me? Just like oh, oh yeah, it's like oh no, we we've seen you for the past ten minutes. We just wanted to see how long you would do this. It's like Greg looking in the camera and <laughs> meet the parents. Yeah. <laughs> can you do with that? <laughs> so I mean, honestly, if you're getting arrested for standing in yeah. line at a you know kind of like a, a this was, drive-through, yeah. imagine telling that story to the other inmates. Like, hey, what are you in for? Welcome to the stalled salty spittoon. How tough are you? <laughs> yeah, well, I one time stood in a line at a drive-through restaurant. Oh, That's whoa, not so whoa, tough. oh which one? <laughs> which restaurant? <laughs> Taco <Donald>. Bell. <gasps> oh, you monster. <laughs> Ever since True then, story. I've never stepped foot at a Taco Bell. Nope. Uh, that's a lie. I go there too much. <laughs> well, actually, not really, but I, I support every now and, and then. every time he wonders, where's the dog? <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the question millennials are asking now. What, what? happened to the dog? That everybody you wants never to see forget. him anymore. The Chihuahua, man. Like, yeah, see, that's but that's part of Taco Bell's marketing strategy. They want to bury the past. They don't want people to we'll know. Kill Who's it if you have ask to. Ask the question. So <laughs> ask the like, tough question. So like, is their mascot now just the bell? Like, is yeah. that like where we're at now? <laughs> yeah. Just, like, the dong or like yeah. Charles the Bar- dong. Remember, remember when Charles Barkley? Did you say the dong is the mascot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the dong, man. <laughs> dong. <laughs> or that. Just or put the a other smiley dong. face on it, and it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm Bell. I'm Belmer. <laughs> Isn't that a Pokemon? I'm Bellamy. <laughs> or like, hey, don't, I um, mean, don't they have Pokemon now that are like bells and other like stupid inanimate things? Like, objects? ooh, ooh yes. a light monster. Hey, there is I've a got, literal lamp monster. A garbage in this bag. No, I, <laughs> I got the perfect name. That's just the right amount of stupid for Taco Bell's mascot. Okay. So here's the name, <clears throat> Belly. Belly. <laughs> Uh, okay. Belly. That does it does cover a lot of bases there. Yep. Yeah, it's food. Get in my belly. Yeah. It's where food goes. <laughs> yep. It's what you'll acquire from lots of Taco Bell trips. It's an investment. Uh, yeah. It's it's not bad. So you hear that Taco Bell? You're listening right now. You can now. send the checks to Brandon at uh <laughs> five one stop. <laughs> we don't need people Email to know where I live. <laughs> So like, what happened? Like, did, did she like well, get arrested or anything? It, it, like, it says, um, it says in regards to Miss Carter's drive-through incident, a McDonald's official said our drive-through lanes are specifically designed for roadworthy motor vehicles only. Oh, that's just a PR statement, and are therefore <laughs> not suitable for horses. That's discriminatory. That really is. I mean, yeah. the... what if they want a Big Mac? You know, I mean, it's probably not good for them, but like, you know, what if they want a Big <clears throat> Mac? You know, just a couple of fries. Little shake. I mean, <laughs> technically, it's a vehicle still. It's just not a mechanical one. You're right. riding something. Yeah. You're you know, operating. Well, you're not horses operating were a the horse. original vehicles. So, like, yes. wait, hold up, hold up. So, like, what if we came in like a wooden wagon? I know. Like, would they just like say, "Get out of here"? Like, we don't want to serve you. Like, sir, this isn't the Middle Ages. <laughs> I'm just imagining like. Some Amish people standing on Capitol Hill with their hat like over their heart, and it's like we just want equal rights. And then it's like standing with a horse on the Capitol Hill that's like taking a dump everywhere. <laughs> Mitch McConnell yeah. is like shoes. Mitch McConnell. Just, oh, oh, I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's whatever. Just give him what he wants. Just get him off our hill. You know what the best one would be though. You know how they say man invented the wheel? Literally, sure. a, a caveman walks through the drive-thru with a wheel, like a stone wheel. wheel. It's like, me want taco. <laughs> Leave cheese off. <laughs> Only patty. Lactose intolerant. 
Oh, Thank that's, you. That's beautiful. <laughs> However, it wasn't all doom and gloom for the pair, as oh. Miss Carter and Oliver, that's a good name. Like, that's a solid name. It's a good horse. Them, you yeah. know, uh, they were able to trot to the Cafe Nero, which is located just next door, where staff were happy to serve her. See, oh, I'm glad there's happy some ending. Another happy landing. You hear that, McDonald's? Yeah. So we're probably taking a serious hit to your, yeah. your he, PR. Oliver should have left image. a giant road apple in the drive-thru <laughs> after that one. They'd probably run out, scrape it up, and make sure it, it on their, a, yeah, their, it's their, our their chocolate, Charles breakfast. It's our chocolate milkshake secret Ooh. recipe. It's our secret recipe. You got a new muffin out there. It's a little bit like little... Like little. <laughs> What's that kind? I haven't seen those before. Hey, it's got corn. You kind of sounded, like, sounded like little Nicky there at first. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna scrape it up. Get in the flask. <laughs> the butterflies. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I love you. <laughs> the power of love, Oliver. <laughs> so I You're got worthy of equal treatment. <laughs> I got something for you guys. So. Yeah. This comes from CBS Baltimore, and here's that here's the little uh, headline for you: Free samples at Costco leads to fight between senior citizens. I wish I could say I'm surprised. <laughs> this I is wish, probably the I first wish story I that saw you, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first story where it's like, yeah, I have no problem believing that. Yeah, I want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I don't. Well, it's like I'm just imagining hmm. like. You know the different weight classes uh, and different. Yeah, like, some some of them are gonna have weapons, canes. Yeah, in walkers. Canes. Walkers would be very deadly. Good for sweeping the leg, <laughs> legs. What if they're What if they're in like a motorized chair? Then you got a battering ram. Oh yeah, yeah. just like charges through with that. Wearing any, like, armor. And <laughs> <laughs> if they have like, I mean, Gerald, did you bring my helmet? No. <laughs> I'm about to mess this fool up. <laughs> so free samples briefly turn a Costco warehouse club into a fight club for two senior citizens. Oh, it was just two. Yeah, okay. I wanted just, to believe it was a battle royale. Like, right. oh my god, that'd be Wanted perfect. to be Fortnite senior edition. <laughs> 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 the state newspaper in Columbia, South Carolina, cites a tweet on July 26. Greenville police report saying it began when a 72 year old man cut ahead of a 70 year old man was waiting for his complimentary piece of cheese. <laughs> Wow. I'm getting off with the cheese. <laughs> Wait your turn. This is my cheddar. <laughs> it happened as the seven year old was awaiting his cheeseburger sample. Oh, it's a cheeseburger. Okay. <laughs> if it was for a cheeseburger, I'd, I'd You leave up. this probe no. alone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> First, there were angry words, then a punch. Police said a cheeseburger that, stand. That's the normal escalation. Words? <laughs> words aren't working. Violence is the next answer. <laughs> next step. Punch. <laughs> Honestly, they skipped it. The, the, there's actually a middle ground before the full-on violence, and it's the, the bro push. Yeah, the toss. you got to do the bro push first, and that's how you, like, gauge interest. Really? Are you interested? It's like, it's like a kind of like, it's like, you know, it's like you a little a push, and you're like, you interested in fighting? Like, I'm playing we, with you. I'm, I'm, I'm right. you a push here. I'm ready to tussle. You want to go there? Oh, I knocked you over. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Come on. And, and if they return the push, that means they like you, and they want to fight. Exactly. And then you initiate that. So and it's then, like, yeah, then it's your turn. It's your balls in your court, and uh, <laughs> it's your turn to put their balls in their court. Okay, okay, so I'm just... <laughs> With I'm, a good kick. I'm reading this right now, and this is just floor. beautiful. <laughs> so 
Police say the cheeseburger stand worker confirmed the Hawaiian shirt-clad 72-year-old oh man gosh, then smacked this 70-year-old man, causing his hat hey, and glasses, hey. glasses to fly off. The <laughs> 72-year-old said he felt the other man was aggressive and about to hit him. <laughs> so Jimmy Buffett got in a fight <laughs> yep. for his cheeseburger in paradise. Wow. <laughs> well, that was good. Uh, police spokesman Donald Porter says authorities are seeking surveillance footage to sort it out, and no one has been arrested as of now. Well, so, I mean, at that point, it's hey. like, I've, I've wondered about this, too. It's like, if you're ever going to, like, take up a life of crime, it should be when you're an old person. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, people are just like, just, where, <laughs> what are you doing, man? Edith, you got to come bail me out. <laughs> Again. What <laughs> happened, Archie? <laughs> I threw hands at some boy who was stepping to me. <laughs> How old was he? Two years old. He was real him. young. He was 82. <laughs> he was really young and two yeah. years might you know, seem no. Here's the thing. You know, the more the more and more I think about this, like Costco, you need membership prices to get in, you know, mm-hmm. and buy their stuff. So like okay. this mm-hmm. guy, you know, like he he probably pays a lot to just, you know, shop for food here on top yeah. of his membership stuff. And like you get this guy cutting right in front of you just for that cheeseburger. Well, like that's one of the might have been a member meals. too. Oh, that's true. Or he yeah. could just be a you know a guest. This is like one of those backdrops you would see on the green screen bit on yeah. Who's Line with Colin. Colin, what are you seeing there? <laughs> well, well it started with some bad eggs. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but just like you know, I feel like that tussle. I mean, it wasn't necessary, but I understand it. You know, like I don't, I don't. I don't condone it, but I understand. It. I wouldn't get in a fight over a cheeseburger sample. Well, okay, how big see, was the cheeseburger? Sample? Okay, that's what I want to know. It's a slider. <laughs> that's like this meme that probably I've, I've seen this meme online that is basically a picture of a guy who's got arrested, and it's the caption says, "This man was arrested for getting into a fight over a family member taking the last rib yeah. at a barbecue." And then the like, you know, comments under it are obviously like. Now, I'm not saying I, like, condone it. I'm just saying I get it. I understand. <laughs> We've all been there. The Last Melon. Oh, my. I watched that the other day. And I, and I, that's, like, the one thing I still remember from Ice Age is the dodos. Just <laughs> the last melon. <laughs> you seen that, Chris? Oh, no. Are you serious? You haven't seen the first Ice Age? I mean, I have. It's just been, it's been. It was one of the stupidest it was diff- things. It was a different but- age when I saw it. Oh, a dandelion? I see what you did there. Good one. <laughs> Good one. Hope you're enjoying these puns, folks, because e- we got more coming. <laughs> easy, Frank. Uh, so I have something here. Uh-oh. And, oh, uh, boy. <clears throat> I'm actually pretty excited about this one uh, because, you know, it's like, I get it. Uh, the story is Ice Cream Man... Oh, no, no, ice cream man. <laughs> ice, cream ice cream man. I, I got to make sure I get this right. Ice cream van, not ice cream man, ice cream van attacked by man brandishing samurai sword. What? The world is... This, we, we stray further and further from God's light every single day. <laughs> so you're telling me this dude walked up with a katana and was just well, like, I'm give just, me ice cream. I'm just imagining... I'll, I'll read the article in just a second, but before I read, I'm just imagining... Someone sang senpai before he went out there <laughs> with the samurai sword. You know, yeah. it was some kind of like, okay, this will prove my worth, sir. Give me sea salt ice cream. Yes. <laughs> yep. A man. If you return with it, you will. 
<laughs> you will be. You are worthy. Ready. <laughs> you are um, ready. A man who attacked an ice cream van and threatened its owner with a samurai sword in front of screaming children. Oh man, that just adds. Has right been there. jailed. I mean, okay, but were the children s- screaming? We all scream for ice cream. Or we mm. scream it for the samurai sword <laughs> and the man that probably will kill us. Okay, because because that's the other thing is like, oh man, I I could imagine being kind of the nerdy kid I was that mm. I never really grew out of. Right. And watching someone with a samurai sword in public, you're like, whoa. Whoa, that's awesome. That's Te- so cool. Teach me your ways. Forget about the screaming kids. Whoa. <laughs> Can I hold it? So, uh, okay. So the guy's name, uh, it's not good. It's, oh. not, a, it's not, not a great name. I, I actually do feel bad for him. His name is Jamie Tickle. <laughs> Which is tough. Jamie Tickle. Uh, Jamie Tickle was drunk and high on cocaine. Oh, wonderful. Great When he climbed into the van and waved the sword as a woman was serving three children on the 1st of July. Oh, man. He then (laughs) hid by bins but was arrested shortly after the attack. Wait. In Maryside. Wait. So he didn't get ice cream? Well, I mean. At the end of the day, I... I don't think they gave him a complimentary cone when he was carried off into prison. Yeah. He probably got soft serve. You're getting his... Uh, I, I had something. Don't finish that. <laughs> we'll leave that in there. Uh, okay. Well, that's funny that it's like he hid He hid by bins but mm-hmm. was arrested shortly. You, it's like you're playing hide-and-go-seek with the police as they're coming to get you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, they'll never expect me at the scene of the crime. Oh. Yeah. Boy, Let's follow this trail of... <laughs> Ice cream splattered. It's like, that was a true story that happened in the skin. And you look and you see his shoes poking out and his katana poking out. Yeah. It's like, come he, on, man. No, it's like as he's like hiding like that, he's like, gosh, I hope they don't find me. Oh, yeah. oh I should have found Because I feel like he's spot. got like big shoes or something like that. Like, it's just like poking out. Yeah. Judge Stephen Everett said the attack came out of the blue. And oh. he may never get to the bottom of why he did what he did. Out totally of the blue pre- ribbon? We'll never get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Spontaneous. Or, or if you're in Texas, out of the bluebell ice cream. Hey. That's, that's a thing. Is it? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> he Thank said, you. although no one was injured, the attack caused psychological devastation that that's they put it in there devastation oh. not just psychological distress or discomfort devastation here's a writing prompt for you kids uh what happened to you when you were little <laughs> well uh I watched uh, jamie tickle jamie. ice cream truck <laughs> with a samurai sword <laughs> i was real the judge oh, also I... said he was unsure whether tickle 32 so he's a 32 year old oh. fully understood the seriousness of what he had done we didn't know all the facts what was he was he a weeaboo that's what i want to know I cannot confirm or deny weeaboo status. <laughs> Mrs. Watkinson, who was returned to work since the attack mm-hmm. on her 34th birthday. So this happened on her birthday? Oh, that poor woman. Like, jeez, what a... <laughs> Happy like, she birthday. Just, she just didn't read her horoscope that day. Man <laughs> with samurai sword will attack you. Happy Maybe. birthday. Maybe I should just stay in today. <laughs> yeah, just... I'm just going to call in sick. <laughs> yeah, my horoscope isn't looking so hot. Yeah, it's shaped like a katana for some reason. It's really weird. I don't know. Uh, she said that while she was terrified of being killed, her biggest fear was for the three children I had been serving. I can hear right. the children screaming and crying. She added. Oh, so that's kind of a sad. I guess that's where the sleep whole... a wink that night. Yeah, probably not. That's. <laughs> I'm gonna guess. What no. are you gonna tell your spouse? 
Well, how, how was, was your, your day? day? <laughs> well, you pr- did you watch the news? <laughs> <laughs> did you read all about it? Yeah. I almost some, got killed by a katana, yeah, man. <laughs> Jamie Tickle came at me with a samurai sword. Who? <laughs> Jamie wait, Tickle. Wait, don't make who, me say it again. Wait, who tickled what? <laughs> came at me with a samurai sword. This and is the, why we're drifting apart you never listen to me we just really got in depth with her marriage yes <laughs> going off topic nose so i have a little uh subtalk before we get into our really big ones because okay. this episode it's gonna be a big one yeah so it would say we could someone say it would be a whopper <laughs> i see what you did there a whopper. No, it was what, like, the, the chocolate I, ball i see what you did there but i don't like it <laughs> It would have been better if it was right after the McDonald's story, but not the ice cream. It's okay. We'll just swap that in editing wise. Not really. (laughs) Yeah. Just leave me hanging out to dry. So, speaking of food, you know, when we watch movies or when we play games or watch TV shows, like people like to eat a lot. And, you know, a lot of food. Like a lot. Yeah. Some of it looks completely awful, but a lot of the times it looks so good. Like you want to eat it. And Mm -hmm. I was kind of thinking, like, what would our, like, favorite foods that we've seen in like you know other types of media that like we're just like i wish i oh, can eat that that uh, dubious food <laughs> <laughs> good food but uh i mean that's pretty easy for me i saw a play-doh commercial the other day <laughs> that was it the, okay the, the this, this was yeah this wasn't this like you guys play-doh knows what they're doing yeah like the, the i saw a commercial while i was watching spongebob the other day yeah and the commercial was basically making really realistic looking burgers out of yeah. their play-doh oh. the crabby patties yeah and you're mm. sitting there like okay play-doh you say don't eat this but you're Why making are you making it look so good yeah like <laughs> stop that these are sliders you're making sliders here Practically. and they look better than sliders you can get at restaurants yes they look like Can't pretty confirm. patties <laughs> <laughs> especially when you mush them together into one color and then yeah. squeeze it out mm, mm. <laughs> um I was going to say um, that with the Play-Doh thing, have you ever seen one of those, like, you know, plastic molds that, like, it's the dentist kit and, like, the Play-Dohs are the teeth and you pull it out? I've always been bothered by that. Like, the what? Well, well, yeah, it just shows the end game of tooth decay. The what kit? Yeah, so, like, there's this head that's, like, made of plastic. The most latest one that I've seen was of Shrek, and, like, oh, his mouth is opened. Oh. And, like, the Play-Doh, there's, like, empty slots for his teeth and his gums, and then you can put green teeth in there. Uh, why would can, it be green teeth? <laughs> why do you think, Chris? Because he's an ogre? Yes. And ogres just automatically have green teeth? Yes, Chris. They have ogres white Ogres are it's like onions. Fact. It's a fact. <laughs> uh, but, like there. but they always bother me. It just, it looks so weird. Like, I teeth it just it i don't know I, I just thought i'd throw that in there really quick just it's to show kids the devastating effect of tooth decay yeah you don't mm-hmm. want your teeth to be green you don't like want shrek. to look like shrek <laughs> yeah you don't want to be all get out of my swamp <laughs> get out of my jaws he owns his own land <laughs> yeah i mean he's better than a lot of other millennials mm-hmm. he's a landowner right off the bat <laughs> right um but i was gonna you know uh, swamp front i would kill for swamp front property at this yo point. give me that much shack in the woods yeah i'll take <laughs> give it give it to me you know get all these fairy tale people out of here <laughs> this is my swamp <laughs> uh, but i was gonna say the one i think a lot of people are thinking of is charlie and the chocolate factory or sorry i'm, I'm sorry Willy oh, wonka okay. and the chocolate oh. factory so when they get out of that scene where they when all they go open the doors the, yeah I always wanted to eat those shrooms. I'm just gonna be honest. Like yeah, they look chocolate river. I kind of yeah. liked the frosting thing that that the mom was like dipping her fingers into. Oh, yeah, 
That's kind of like, so, yeah. It's like, that's it's probably like the, where, I'd go, where I'd go first. It's like the whipped marshmallow, basically. I gotta be honest with you. I've never seen it. Really? All the way through. Okay. We're but talking I about do the, know... We're right? talking about the original one, yes. by the way. Like, I haven't... Uh, yeah. Not the crappy Tim Burton one. <laughs> that what? room with the chocolate river, though, that I yeah. do know that scene. It's... How how can you... How, yeah, Christian, how could you get this far in life without seeing completely seeing Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory? Factory? Dude. It's, you gonna hook it's, something on my eyes like in Clockwork Orange and force me to watch it now? Or, ah! <laughs> I, that girl turned into no a blueberry. More, no more. But like, um, but it's like it's on ABC Fam. Well, sorry, Freeform now. It's on Freeform every Christmas, man. Like they they always play it. Like that's it's, too bad because Zach well, Zach Speckin and I every time we like see each other, mm-hmm. we have a thing where we will say to each other. You stole fizzy lifting drinks, <laughs> and we try to like say it in public, yeah. so that people are like, "Whoa, someone's there!" Oh, stole fizzy lifting drinks. You lose. You lose. You Good lose. Day, <laughs> but like, I always like there was this um, like some of the lollipops that come from out of the ground and stuff like that, yeah. and just like mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. oh, it just looked so good. Like I've always wanted to eat it. Like, but yeah. alas, I never got the golden ticket. I see. I'd probably go the way of Augustus Club. I'd also probably drink from that. Didn't the look. River. See, the thing is that yeah. it didn't look appetizing to me because you know why? It, it's like just chocolate it didn't, river. It's it didn't look a like a chocolate river. How it, can you go wrong? No, no, no. It didn't look like a chocolate river. Oh, it, it looked like it looked like a sewage bar. No, it didn't. <laughs> it, wouldn't that be the ultimate? You, you watch that scene again. You tell me that, that looks be like the chocolate troll though. Is Willy Wonka has this entire scenery of good food, <laughs> and then it's like everyone automatically thinks, "Oh, I can drink from the water," and it's literally it's like, sewage. Good. To like mess with oh. like, it's like the false <laughs> sense of security. It's like, oh, so everything's edible? Uh, yes, that's right. Everything's edible, and they like pull out a straw, and they're like, yes. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> but like, Want a sample? Don't let the seniors do it because they'll just start scrapping. Okay, and another thing. Do you remember? Um, okay, this unfortunately won't be applicable to you because you haven't seen it. But um, Chris, do you remember that little um, that little thing he makes? The like the unstoppable like weird like little gummy candy oh the everlasting gobstopper yes yes mm. that thing looked pretty good too i'm not gonna lie but it was like how would you eat it it's like it looked like a mine from like minesweeper Dude, you just consume it that's all you need to do okay but it said everlasting <laughs> and it's like if, if it's gonna stay the same size and you're just putting this really awkward minesweeper Bulk. size the size of your like your palm your, you're just your putting fist. it in your mouth you're like oh it's so good it, it, mm. is the flavor there this, yet this definitely beats eating regular food because <laughs> That's what they did. That's what they tried to like frame it as. It's like, oh yeah, this will end world hunger because now we'll just mm-hmm. give them an everlasting gobstopper. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I think I'd rather have fresh produce. Yeah, I'd rather have broccoli with cheese, mm-hmm. and I don't like it with cheese. So like that, that's a good indicator right there. Yeah. That was a terrible joke. So enjoy that. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Christian? What would you? What would you? Say? Now this is from any movie or anything, right? It could be. Anything. I'd have to say a couple things. Mm-hmm. Lon Lon Milk. Ooh. From the Legend of Zelda, yeah, specifically the Romani Ranch milk. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I would de- definitely have some of that. Even though it's in a pixelated bottle, it just it <laughs> the sound it looks, effects when he drinks it and all that. It's like wow, that makes me want to drink a glass of like, milk. Y- the way the way Link just goes like ah, just like like that 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 sounds refreshing. Like yeah. I, I want to try. I think that. there are two types of people in this world: people who go ah, after taking a sip, and people who are just silent. I'm, the I'm latter sorry. are definitely people who lack empathy, just, psychological, yeah. <laughs> psychopaths, you know. But Secondly, Hook. 
Hook. When they're doing the feast. <gasps> of course. With the imaginary food. When the ice cream hits yes. them. Yes. And you just see that. Yes. Like, it's so... Like, I, I, anytime I see Superman ice cream, like, I just, oh, like, fall in love because I'm like, it's exactly what I'm eating. Like, that's, like, the one thing mm-hmm. out of all these categories. Like, I can actually eat that. That <laughs> like, stuff looks so good mm-hmm. in that movie. Man, now I want to watch Hook again. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That movie what are has way, you? That movie, I'm a lawyer. I'm not that kind of lawyer. <laughs> Kill the lawyer. <laughs> that movie has a way of just really hooking you in from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, good one. I gotcha. I got it. I got it. There was another one that I, I thought of, too. Um, have you guys played Final Fantasy 15 by any chance? Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The food. Almost the, everything okay. food-wise Regardless, in game. Regardless of opinion, because I do have an opinion myself. Okay, the, the pictures game. are good. The yeah. food looks really good. It does. Like, I want to I dive into that. Like, the soup that, that they make is just so delectable. Like, I, I want it. The, the meat. Mm-hmm. The meats. The meats. The meats. <laughs> everything on the menu... I've come up with a new recipe. Oh, what a you got? A new recipe. A new recipe. <laughs> I've gathered some shrooms from the forest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh, Breath of the Wild's food looks great too. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, you gotta play that too. Crepes, it's good. The, the crepes. crepes. Oh yeah, that looks so good. Get like, some flowers, mm-hmm. some tabanth of wheat, and also when you make something that isn't good, <laughs> just oh, yeah, dubious food. <laughs> and I love it's it's awesome, Chris. The dubious food is when you like mix ingredients like randomly together, like you know. Um, a bat's wing or like a rock or something like that. And you're like, oh, oh. Sounds, it sounds really appetizing <laughs> mm, already. The funny thing is, is that the the result, like you hear this little notification, like do, 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 do. And like, it has to picture the food usually. The thing, if you just like randomly create something, it's like censored. And it's like, this thing is so gross. You don't <laughs> want to eat it. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you sure you want to eat this? And like, you can only get like a half of heart health out of it mm-hmm. too. <laughs> <laughs> but um i just like a lot of the food in that game like is really mm-hmm. good too i mean i like the the crabby patty training episode of spongebob oh, that like realistic yeah. patty they have at the end mm-hmm. the, the, oh man the episode where the safe the safe filled with all yeah, the patties yeah yes it'll go straight oh, to man. your thighs <laughs> and then you'll blow up, up. <laughs> What's I remember my first Krabby Patty. <laughs> that was a, probably when millennials got into the whole thick trend. Was was Squidward there? <laughs> Why? Because he has eight of them. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Six. It's the ultimate T H I C C. That's awesome. Please do that again. Krabby <laughs> Patties. Does this only- look sure to you? <laughs> no. Good. My favorite Squidward quote is from that same episode. He's like. When I die, you stayed away from my funeral. <laughs> Honestly, I was just thinking the other day, like, I feel so bad for Squidward as an adult. Like, oh, yeah. I, like he, he's, I realize now as an adult, he's not the bad guy. He's oh. he's the good guy, and Spongebob and Patrick <laughs> are the villains. <laughs> he's trying to live a he, private life yeah, away from people, he and works, guess what? He he's works every day in a minimum wage job. And he could get good at his creative craft if he had well, freaking I mean, time to practice, he but to he's the, got neighbors that are always interrupting him. <laughs> he has a fu- he goes to the funeral, or he goes to the, what is it? The graveyard. And he oh, mourns yeah. over his hopes, <laughs> and fear, his hopes and dreams. I love crabs. I was like, what a crybaby. Honestly, <laughs> I get Squidward. Here lies Squidward's hopes and dreams. God, what a baby. <laughs> I mean, I'm at the point where I'm probably going to take out a plot of land in a graveyard and put Chris's hopes and dreams in there it's too. Honey, shopping Wait, list. My, my, my question is, are you going to like cremate your hopes and dreams or are you going to bury your hopes and dreams? Because there's a difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bury it. It's That way it's kind of a slow rot. Mm-hmm. You know. I got a couple more things. Butterbeer. Oh, yeah. Butterbeer. Oh, I've yeah, actually had butterbeer mm-hmm. at uh, um, so Universal's uh, 
Diagon Alley, dude, it is it's great. It's as great as it's it looks so on screen. It's just so tasty. <laughs> oh, I forgot this. Oh yeah, there's a scene in Desolation of Smog oh. when they're at the Bayorn's house. Is he that bear? Yeah, guy? the shift, the shapeshifter, yeah, the, body, the skin changer, the Animagus. In, no, <laughs> sorry, wrong, wrong franchise. No. <laughs> no, and they're eating breakfast, and you see him like pouring this huge thing of milk into a cup, and it's like the sound of it pouring. It's like, ah, oh, I want some milk. I'm seeing a pattern. It's here. probably not cow milk, <laughs> but it's not lon lon milk. Wait, bear milk. Mm. <laughs> No, it was almond I'm, milk. I'm, almond, <laughs> there you go. Almond milk. And we're going like full circle. The single teat. <laughs> I, I, I've never milked an almond, but I'm assuming that is the noise or like, that comes with it. But the little udders, they're hard to locate. <laughs> I milk snakes. <laughs> you know all right, so I'm kind of excited about this. Oh, yeah? It's okay, so I'm introducing a new segment, <gasps> and it's okay. it's going to be an ongoing segment Ooh. with future guests. And you're the first and one. I'm the inaugural guest. You are the inaugural guest. What and an so honor. What this is, is it's going to be a debate tournament that Ooh. is about video game characters and who would win in a one-on-one fight? Okay. Oh, that's some dangerous. Okay. Okay. So I did something like this several years back with a group of friends, and if they're listening, they'll they'll know this. And I won't say who won that debate, which character won that tournament. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll stay pure on this. Are mm-hmm. the characters that you have in mind the same ones that they did as well? Uh, pretty much. There's there's some new characters I've added uh, as time have come. Everyone is here. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it's. Some I, I when I was picking the characters, it's like basically I looked at a couple lists. They're like essentially the top fifty characters in video games right now. Okay, and whether they're villains or heroes, it's it's just kind of the most popular. And so we randomly seeded all of these characters mm-hmm. so that we could just put them pit them against each other. Ha, huh, pit because pit is actually a character. Huh. Um, mm, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and so what we're gonna do is before the show. I rolled the dice, flipped a coin, essentially, on who would be representing who. Hmm. And how this is going to work is, Christian, you're going to debate one side, and I'm going to debate the other in the fight. And then, Brandon, you are going to be the kind of impartial judge. The moderator. The moderator, who's going to decide who argued... The point better. I will try to be okay. as unbiased as possible based it's gonna on be hard. only your yeah only, only your, arguments. Yes. So I will do my best. Basically, the rules are kind of like this: this is one v one combat. No friends will be able to aid the character. So if it's a character that relies on friendship, got some bad news. Sorry, for tails you. <laughs> <laughs> and Sorry. knuckles and Kazooie. <laughs> Each character is allowed one item that is realistic to what they would use and one weapon. So they can use their normal weapon and then maybe one item. So like Kratos, for instance. Yeah. Only one? (laughs) Only one. What about Link? He has a whole inventory. That's exactly why we had to nerf that because Ah. Link would have just stomped everybody last time. But the Master Sword doesn't count, right? Are we talking about like the wooden sword here? Are we talking like I mean, you, know, you have to specify because can that's, it be the master sword and one of the well, inventory items? Well, let's wait to see the okay, rest of the rules okay. here because that might might I'm getting be ahead of myself. <laughs> you also need to specify before in your opening remarks what version 
of the character you are representing. For yeah. example, is it Link from Breath of the Wild or is it Link from Majora's Mask? Yeah, that's a big difference because one's an adult and one's a kid. <laughs> so are, we'll both have... That's true. We'll Physically. Both, yes. But mentally. So soul he's man. man he's the hero of time bro <laughs> he's a man <laughs> he went he defeated ganon in the future yeah uh again <laughs> exactly so basically we will each have we'll have we'll have a minute and a half to express our points and make opening statements and why this character would beat the other character right and then we will open it up to open discussion after each person has had their chance to make their opening remarks and we'll be going for about five minutes of open debate. Okay. And after that is concluded, Brandon, you will make a decision based on Oof. how we argued. Okay, so like how many how many of these are we gonna have then? You know. Isn't there three matchups? To, to, today we yes, today we have three battles planned. Ooh. And the first battle is Link versus Bowser. Oh. So two Nintendo classic mm. characters right off the bat. And Yee. Christian. You you rolled and you are going to be representing Link and I'm going to be representing Bowser in this debate. All right. Okay, folks, it is that time again. We are doing video game tourney. So, <laughs> so today uh, we have about three matches here. For the first one, we have Link versus Bowser. Christian will be representing Link and Chris will be representing Bowser. Now, for the first one, we'll have Christian as he's our guest, will be the first one for an open he's discussion. So we will have about, was it one minute or two minutes? Let's go two minutes. Okay. I know well, we said a minute and a half, but yeah. let's go two minutes. You have exactly two minutes to make your statement clear. So are you ready, Christian? I'm ready. Begin. Okay, so I think the link I'm going to choose is from Skyward Sword, the very first incarnation in the timeline. He was trained at Skyloft Academy, so he knows how to handle a weapon. He knows how to handle a sword. And the weapon that he is going to be using is the Master Sword, of course. Oh, God. Fresh off the, <laughs> fresh off the anvil. He basically, what's the term? Ah, melds it, whatever. He creates the Master Sword along with Fee, who resides inside the sword. So not only is the sword just not an inanimate object, it's an actual spirit, so that helps. But also in Skyward Sword, in that game, he obtains all pieces of the Triforce. Oh, man, we're bringing Triforce into this? Yes, he, oh, yep, he gets all pieces of the Triforce. He deems himself, he's deemed worthy. Courage, power, and wisdom, he gets all of it. Proves himself and gets all pieces of the Triforce. Wishes demise away. That's basically the ultimate evil in Zelda demise. So he would be able to wish Bowser away just like that, if he got in a fight with him, if he had all pieces of the Triforce. He has a pure heart. He can wish for anything he wants. That's about it. Is that your final? Let's see, what else? You have oh, some time. also, he can fly on his red Skywing bird. What? Loftwing, that's the word. Crimson Loftwing. You have about 30 seconds left. You want to add anything in there, so... I would use it. <laughs> He has the favor of the gods. That, that helps. That's about it. I, I can't think of anything else. I'm probably missing something major. Something Majora. Something Majora. And go. that is the end of Christian's opening statement. Now, we will go to Chris's opening statement on his character, Bowser. Okay. Chris, are you ready? I, I'm ready. Begin. So, Bowser 
is basically if if Batman has Joker, Mario has Bowser. Bowser is the ultimate bad guy for Mario and Luigi, and he's famous for always going after Peach, stealing Peach, trying to uh, you know marry her. Uh, one of those kind of old school style of uh, uh, dating where persistence is key. Uh, but anyway, Bowser is a gigantic turtle dragon demon thing, and it's got he's got a giant shell that is ridiculously strong. He has superhuman strength. He's very fast despite his size. He can breathe fire and breathe puffs of fire. So it's like he can distinguish which one he wants. By the way, I'm going Super 64 or, or maybe Super Odyssey. Yeah, okay, Super Super 64. Yeah, Super 64 Bowser. Um, not only that, he's actually really smart too. He uh, He's able to uh, kind of make up these gigantic plans on the spot and then just basically take over the kingdoms. Kingdom. I feel like I'm doing really well representing yeah. Bowser so far. <laughs> I think I'm ready to take it to open court. I uh, I already know where this is going. We have campaign manager. We have, <laughs> you have about 30 seconds left if you want to use it. Still. I would rather talk in the open discussion. Okay, that that ends our opening discussion for both of these guys. Now, for the next five minutes, we will have open debate on who's right or not. And after that five minutes is up, I will make the decision based on your guys's debate and opening statement. So, are you fellas ready? We're ready. Ready. Begin. So Bowser would beat Link. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So you, so you say okay. so you say Link's got like a the Triforce, right? Yes. Okay, Link so. has the Triforce at his disposal. But I don't you, isn't that like pieces like you need No, he has he throughout the game he gets all the pieces of the Triforce. He do, he goes through the trials, he assembles the whole Triforce so he can use it to defeat Demise. Now, he could use it to defeat Bowser simply by wishing him gone. Say, I wish Bowser didn't exist anymore. He's gone. Okay, you, you may think that, but Bowser, his item, he would have his cart from Super his Mario cart, Kart. Is he going to drive he away? he'll drive it away, or he'll drive it into Link <laughs> and knocking the Triforce out of his hand, which Bowser no, no, picks no. up with his super fast speed. Or blows fire at Link if he tries to get the Triforce. In this form, the Triforce isn't a physical item. In the oh, come on the, now. The Triforce... Like, what, this thing is something no, in the heart or the in the tri- soul? It's like when you have the Triforce of Courage, <laughs> oh, even in God. this game and in the other games, it resides in the in your body until you man- manifest it physically. And when you manifest it physically, it's about as big as this room, this wall. So it, you can't just, boop, knock, knock it out of his hand by driving it. What's he going to do, throw a red shell? I'm, I feel like, I feel like this has got to be a physical item. It, it is, this is, this is his no. one item. This is okay. like. And even if the Master Sword could probably cut through the shell I, if he did anything. I, okay, I, uh, I have uh, the wiki up, and apparently right. it says his shell is extremely strong. So, okay. you know. Um, well, and just for the record... Wikis are acceptable, so... Okay, yes. okay, okay. Let me pull up my wiki. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I have another thing. He has uh, the ability to use metamorphosis, 
an important ability of Bowser in Super Mario Bros. He turns okay, but I guess that's not. Mario yeah, 64. that's not sixty-four. <sighs> See, I know people you are going to be listening to this the and they're going to be like, "Chris, why didn't just, you choose?" Just, yeah, you did not represent Bowser well, Mm-mm. and I, I apologize to Bowser for that. <laughs> and Bowser fans right now who are listening, and it's like, "Oh my God, you can turn him but to stone!" Even with the Skyward Sword, the Skyward Sword becomes the Master Sword. So when he lifts that sword skyward, it he can absorb energy and launch it at somebody. And even then, at the end battle with Demise, he lifts the sword in the air and it gets hit by lightning, basically, and he's able to shoot a lightning blast at Demise. So he could do the same thing with Bowser. And okay, but Bowser is pretty fast in 64, I will he say that. He can also teleport. Bowser? So, what? In 64? Yeah, yes, he can. Which he can one? Tele- yeah. What? I'm sorry, I, I can't be involved. My bad. Okay, yeah, so he... <laughs> in, in, in Super Mario 64, Bowser teleports into battle and after all his losses. Okay, So well. if we're talking the, the, the Triforce is a loss, he teleport... He, that's the thing. He could teleport... This could be classic anime. He could teleport behind Link and be like, nothing personal, kid. Yeah, but <laughs> and take Link out right there. <laughs> Just roast him. No, he could still wish him gone, though. He's gone. I wish Bowser was gone. Okay, Poof, Mr. Dad. Moderator, how am I supposed to argue against some magic wish that it, just... It, that is what is in Zelda. That's in Skyward Sword. I can't... I, it, I, I, I can't say anything. Yeah. He could lift him up with his crimson long wing and throw him off into the surface. Is that an item? No, that's a bird. Oh. That's a mount. <laughs> Are we? Are, can we? Can we include that? No, no. Okay. Can't have never mind that. Never mind <laughs> that, that. That that counts technically as like an ally and friend. Okay. Oh, yes, that's, that's, true. that's true. That's true. My bad. My bad. What else? I'm, I'm just desperately trying to find something here that'll get me out of this hole I've been digging for Bowser here. <laughs> He's got stamina. He's good at sports. Link has <laughs> training in the art of combat. Yeah, but like Bowser uses brute force. We have one minute now. He could out how smart. Bowser. But uh, as you said, Bowser is a genius. He is a genius. He, he comes up with these totally diabolical See, this is how you know it's irrational going, plans. This is how you know it's going bad for me because you're helping my character I am, argue for but him. <laughs> I, I even said this before we started. I knew this would happen, but no, I'm not. I don't defend Bowser. I I What's the word? I renege on everything I just said about him. He can seemingly endure an endless amount of punishment and somehow always returns from this in one way or another. So I'm going to say even if you wished him away, he'd be back. No, he, not unless somebody else gets the Triforce and wishes him back. He's, Or unless it's a different timeline. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm making his argument for him. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. No. Ten seconds. I think I wish physically gone. Bowser could take Link, if it, no if, problem. If it was all in a parallel universe and a singular universe. Even with the Master two, Sword, I think Bowser's one. shell is And that stronger. is stop. Everyone stop. What? what? Nope. Okay. <laughs> sir, sir. <laughs> Let me hit him. Okay. So we've had our open debate discussion. Would you guys like to make any closing statements to your debaters on this termy? Chris is wrong. No. <laughs> just kidding. Chris, would you like yours? I'm just kidding. I'm very sorry, Bowser fans. <laughs> no, I think we I made my point. Okay. After and his point. After reviewing <laughs> after reviewing all your guys's information. We are going off of Bowser from Super Mario 64 versus Link from Skyward Sword. And based on your guys's input, including Bowser's great skill of 
coming up with masterful plans on the fly and teleporting. Thanks, thanks for humoring me. I, while <laughs> Link has the power of the Triforce with him, if that's what you're instigating with, in my review, after all of the comments you've made on it, I have to say Link wins this round, unfortunately. Sorry, Bowser. Did not da, see that. Da, da. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> I tried. You found victory. And I'm sure I'm sure yeah, like there's gonna be somebody who's listening to this and is like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Chris didn't go with the so and so Bowser. Right. See and that, I get that. See, that's people. the thing. Now, you shouldn't win with Odyssey. Throws a hat. And now <laughs> after your guys' little debate, I can put my own views on this now. So okay. I was gonna say that Super Mario 64 version was a bad choice, if you ask me. I would have chosen Giga Bowser, if anything else, from Smash Brothers. I feel he's a lot more intimidating, a lot more powerful. But how does he beat a Triforce? Like, that's something we're going to have to discuss for the rest of this tournament, because a Triforce is like, at this true. point, it's like, how the do you Triforce beat that? Triforce is divine. It's, o- <laughs> it's OP, that's what it is. It really is. Yeah. Like, it's a divine it, it, Nerf relic. the Triforce. Right. So, I would end with... Um, but, okay, let's say... Let's say even if, if I know we were able a, to single it down to a certain link, yeah. not having it be uh, Skyward Sword, then you might have won. I know this is True. highly irregular, and we will hopefully won't get into a habit of this. Mm-hmm. But let's say he didn't have the Triforce. Mm-hmm. What what then is this fight looking like? If it's suddenly he can't, it would just be wish a lot. Away? It would be it a, would lot be a lot different. easier for you. <laughs> <laughs> well. It depends on what Link you have as well. Mm-hmm. So if we had like Breath of the Wild Link, who you know slept over a hundred years, you know has quite a bit of experience on <laughs> it's him. A little achy. Yeah, it's you know he might Rip, might be as Rip brutal. Van Winkle thing going on. Or if you have like you know <laughs> Link a Link between a Link in the past, Link for instance, like you know that's a totally different Link. So it just depends. So but anyways, uh, what's the uh, next one we got, Chris? Okay, so the next battle we have is Cloud versus Pikachu. And this is Cloud from Final Fantasy VII? Well, it it could be. Or it could be Cloud from Kingdom Hearts, but I'm just going to say No, just that Cloud Strife. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, that is Okay, that's what I was referring to. Yep. Okay, so who has who? So when we rolled for who was getting who, Christian is getting Pikachu, and I am getting Cloud. Perfect. Okay. Well, so I have another great character to uh, kind of uh, probably really mess up on and get a lot of I wish. positive, supportive, but understanding and fan feedback from people letting me know how much I messed up. Right. And unfortunately, I wish I could speak for this because I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan. Like, I love, like, Seven especially, and I have yes. a lot of information on him, so... This was probably a poor choice, Chris. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm very aware of that. But I only go based on what your statements are. So, okay. And I will first go on Chris, Chris this time for okay. for this one. So you have your opening statement beginning two minutes now. Okay. So Cloud is basically the iconic character of Final Fantasy, uh, the entire uh, series, honestly. He was the main character in Final Fantasy VII, which is the character I'll be representing um, this time. Uh, he's he's a young man, but he's he's got military background, and he has kind of he's got a giant giant sword that he carries with him called the Buster Sword, and he also uses things called little power magic orbs called Materia. And this is what helps to strengthen them in the entire Final Fantasy is materia. And in this case, 
I'm going to be using... I could get really, really OP with this and get some Knights of Nine materia in here. But instead, I'm going to use something a little more practical and go with Earth materia. Which is, interestingly enough, something that electric types are weak to in the Pokemon oh, no. world. So he'll have access to Earth powers against Pikachu. Not only is he, you know, really, I would say, beyond normal human levels of he hasn't got beyond normal human levels of strength he's also incredibly skilled with the buster sword he can use limit breaks which is basically like special moves uh the, the one i'd be using is omni slash probably which is his ultimate uh finishing move <laughs> and i think the little electric rat doesn't stand a chance against an omni slash uh Paired with all of his training ability, he's got Pikachu's fast, but he's got he's Cloud's got speed too. Uh, you got to have speed if you're gonna go toe to toe with the ultimate villain of all time, in my opinion, Sephiroth, which is his ultimate bad guy from Final Fantasy VII. So, in conclusion, Cloud beats Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> and that is end two minutes. Now, okay. Christian, are you ready for yours? I'm ready. Begin. All right, so I have Pikachu. That is, as probably everyone listening to this knows, is the mascot for Pokemon little electric type mouse and let's dig in right here his base speed is his highest stat so every time he levels up unless you do EV and IV training his speed is going to go up the most he's one of the fastest Pokemon because he's electric type uh, what generation is this Pikachu? this ooh, that's a good question <laughs> yeah, probably gen 7 okay yep so he can actually since his speed is so high because he's an electric type as most are, most electric types are fast. Um, he's able to dodge the Omni Slash. I would, I would presume he would be able to dodge a lot of sword attacks that Cloud has, because you know he has that big sword. He has to swing that thing around. It, it's a lot of weight. Um, he can learn. He can actually learn Mud Slap, <laughs> which can <laughs> I don't know what Cloud's weaknesses are because he doesn't have a type, but. <laughs> I mean, you could say it's Tiff already. You know, first of all, before we get the four moveset that Pikachu can use, yes. item, Thunderstone, uses it to evolve into Raichu. <laughs> Instantly nope, make... Nope, no? Nope. That does not count. It okay. has to be Pikachu. Okay, he... Oh, dang it. That does not count. I'm trying to hit me with it that It has evolution. to be Pikachu. Or, okay, I can't think of the item that makes electric type stronger. Thunderball. That's it. Um... His moves would be Thunderbolt, Iron Tail, Rollout, which is a rock type, and Sweet Kiss, which would confuse Cloud if it was successful. If it was successful. Is, I think that's about it. That's uh, your final statement? That's my final statement. And we're done. Okay, so... After everything that you said, let's have our five-minute debate well, okay. begin. First of all, just you said something about confusing Cloud there. I think Cloud is sufficiently confused when he puts on all the female clothing and does some oh. cross-dressing in Final Fantasy VII, so it's okay. Uh, but anyway, um, there is kind of a caveat to this whole thing. Uh all we know from Cloud in Final Fantasy VII was turn-based combat. Yes, so to be fair, true. we don't know. I, I, I mean, we've seen in Kingdom Hearts and in Advent Children and other things where Cloud is in it, where he's like he's pretty fast, 
and he moves he can move that giant blade pretty quick too which is why i'm hoping i can submit that to the moderator as kind of backup evidence that he can move and not just stand in one yeah, place he like can he does move in Final fast, Fantasy but yes, Let's he, say Pikachu's. he can move. It's not the Final Fantasy VII right. you know, that, combat system. Right. That's what I was thinking of. And so free moving. with that in mind, I also think the Earth materia is kind of more like Earth bending in Avatar mm-hmm. or maybe some kind of ninjutsu in Naruto. So I just see him using this Earth materia to just totally mess Pikachu's speed up because i would agree pikachu's fast maybe even faster than cloud but i think if 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 cloud's able to get an earth bubble around pikachu it minimizes his ability to use lightning too and he can just crush pikachu with the earth oh boy yeah so i wish i played final fantasy 7 <laughs> you're missing out oh boy oh not only that i think speed is in some of the move sets is key too because he can use elemental attacks right who cloud he can use uh, thunder in this case only i only have one materia equipped because it's oh, the one okay. item i'm using and and it's going to be earth material okay. Okay. Sure, it can only contain one materia yeah so. okay i'm so used to the other final fantasies where everybody yeah. can use thunder and <laughs> the other ones and so even if pikachu was able to like hit him he'd he'd be powered up for omni slash which i would argue if if, if it's like Omni Slash is a special move that you take needs to be filled up in Final Fantasy VII. It's not something you can just do. So maybe, the, but I don't know if, if moderator that's okay if he can if he's a skill he can use from the beginning or he needs to take damage to use it or wow wow if, it's gonna be. If it's an um, enemy skill that he's learned, then it's applicable. But in this case, there are no enemies prior to those, so he cannot. So, so he can't use Omni Slash. Period. No, he can use Omni Slash, but um, doesn't he can do it whenever. He can't do it whenever, but... So he has to take damage. Yes. Okay, so I think that this in this scenario, Cloud wraps Pikachu up in the ground, basically, because he controls the Earth. And even if Pikachu uses some lightning on him, it powers him up for Omni Slash. And then that fool flies in and just slices Pikachu up with his Buster Sword. Yes, but he also has... Oh, crap. No, Steel isn't strong against Earth. <laughs> nope. Man, I think, oh man, this is hard. This is a difficult one. I, I gotta say, this is pretty <laughs> challenging. The other, I mean, there's the the having the Earth materia changes everything. Yep, yep. And because even if Pikachu gets like off to a fast start, all Cloud needs to do is turn the ground into like kind of like waves and break up the ground, and it throws Pikachu off his game. Okay. Which gives him enough time to set up an attack. Is that your? I don't guys know if I can fight against that. I mean, <laughs> you have just about a minute. I, can, I guess all I can count on is speed. For he could just dodge all day. <laughs> double, double team. <laughs> but I didn't put that in the my opening statement. <laughs> oh man, no. You're. I can't fight against it. Really. I mean, he kind of cornered me there. He yeah, got one me there. Left. One minute left. He's got Earth Materia. He's got Omni. After I hit him with an electric attack, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that it? Well, and because Cloud can use it as defense too. I mean, unless I put- have a wait, unless I have a critical hit and knock you out in one shot. Well, how much HP are we talking about for Cloud here? Cloud's got nine, 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 nine. nine, nine. Oh, really? 
Are we <laughs> end game? Are we talking about end game? Are we talking about level one hundred Pikachu uh, as well? What? So well, we're Pikachu, just Pikachu has to be level one hundred if that's the case. Yeah. Clouds max. And let's say he yeah. uses stats. Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt critical hit. But I think that he'd be fast enough to get get a rock defense up or that, the... that would nullify the the strike, and it would just be like rock armor or put a rock bubble around Cloud. Mm-hmm. You have ten seconds left. Uh, baba booey, baba booey. You got it. Baba booey, baba booey. <laughs> okay, and that's stop. I know what All this right. one is. So, would you guys like to make some final statements? Nothing. Rock beats. <laughs> <laughs> Earth beats. <laughs> okay, so after the careful consideration, um, it seems that from your guys' arguments... I will say what I have to say afterwards, but from your guys' arguments, it seems that Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII does have the upper edge in this combatant, and mostly with the materia of Earth. However, this is the end of the statement, and this is what I have to do. Christian, you forgot to mention Z-Move, since it's a Gen 7 Pikachu. Oh. That would dealt a big damage to Cloud. What have so I done? You could have done, like, you know, Zap... It's like Anakin, what have I done? (laughs) (laughs) So if you mentioned Z-Moves, I may have had a more difficult time with that. Um, But yeah, like you can't like just um, like have anything else with that. But other than that, fair debate. Now we come with our final debate of today's episode. Okay. Then we'll go into our amazing topic. So our last... uh, This is a doozy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, so far we have Link moving on and we have uh, Cloud moving on to the next rounds. Okay. Uh, So, uh, the next one is Donkey Kong versus Ezio Auditore from Assassin's Creed 2. Oh, Oh, yes, got them both. Okay. (laughs) So, who has Ezio and who has Donkey Kong? So, I have Ezio and you have Christian DK. DK. Okay. Donkey Kong. He's the root of Christian. (laughs) Christian, are you ready for your opening statement? Give me a moment to <laughs> collect yourself. <laughs> collect. I gotta say, this which one's DK do I want? <laughs> yeah, you gotta think because there's a lot of them. So you know, there's a lot to choose. What kind? I of I wish DK? I would have played the DK add-on for Rabbids. <laughs> yeah, I heard uh, that was pretty good. Um, okay, I'm going to uh, start it now. Okay. So, bingo, bingo. I'd have to say. Introducing the character DK as Mario's original nemesis, but ever since he was developed by Rareware in the Donkey Kong Country games, he took on a different appearance, and now he wears a nice fancy tie, nice-looking red tie with DK on it. Everyone knows who he is that way. Mm-hmm. And the DK I'm going to go with is probably from Smash, because that's the only one I have any knowledge <laughs> of of him <laughs> fighting <laughs> and not just platforming and bonk- bonking people on the head. So... I never play DK in Smash, so I'm not really familiar with his moveset. I know he has that... Uh, he smashes the ground. It's a quake attack, basically. He has the clap. He can charge up his clap. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most dangerous thing DK can be passing on. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, he can, he can clap his hands together really hard, and that's basically... If your percentage is high, that's a knockout. That's a knockout if it connects with the enemy. Um, other than that, I know this isn't attack in the game, but this is something I just thought of. He could take his tie off and choke him to death. <laughs> <laughs> he, could, <laughs> he, 
then you know he can't get what's an item the coconut cannon i don't know does he i don't i don't know what what, what items he uses in dk64 but we're not using that version of him so no you're using smash brothers yep. which oh. smash brothers are you using oh because that for could... wii u Okay. I don't think Ultimate counts yet because it's not out. No, it's not out yet. Okay, so his Ultimate Smash. He has his Ultimate Smash at his disposal, which is the bongo drums. That would be something, his item. And I I honestly don't remember what You mean Final Smash? Yes, his Final Smash. Okay, just making sure. Five seconds. I don't know what that attack does, but I think it's like another Quake attack where it puts people And we're done. Okay. Now we're going to Chris, who has the famous legendary assassin Ezio Auditore. Are you ready, Chris? I think so. Begin. Okay, so before we get too far into this, this is this is, gets a little tricky because Ezio is a master assassin that from I forget the time period of Italy, but it was Renaissance, Renaissance Italy. Yes, that's which, right. Which Ezio? Are we Th- talking? I'm using Assassin's Creed Two, Ezio. Okay, Brotherhood. When he's oh. yeah, I don't know. Assassin's <laughs> when Creed he's too. when he's young and fit and he's you know I mean granted he was a tough guy in his older years too, but I want to go away when he was you know he was still hopping Nimble. over buildings and all Fair. kinds of parkour. But this is something I wanted to ask you about, moderator, real quick. Uh, he's got a lot of weapons, so it's like, does that count as the weapon, or are they items, or do I have to specify that? Because he's got the, as, the hidden blades, he's got the pistol on the hidden blade. Correct. Um, in this instance, I would only consider the blade, the hidden blade, in this scenario, okay. since that's the most iconic. Kind of like how Cloud has the Buster Sword, but he doesn't use any other swords from what you chose. So, anyways, continue. Okay, so... In that more case, fair. yeah, he'll have the hidden blade. Um, but I, wouldn't the pistol count as an item? Like it could count as an item as well, because then it's like if we get into items, it's like a smoke bomb or like one of those bombs he's got is like an item. Right. But but this is but it's also a weapon too. More brutality, physical than anything else. So because Donkey Kong doesn't have a gun. Okay, so, so he has both hidden blades or just one. Gun so part he gets, of he has two blade. hidden blades. The the gun is built into the blade then I will count the gun. Okay, that's what I wanted to clarify. <laughs> so he's a master assassin. He's not going to get choked out by the tie. That was a great image in my head, though, of DK <laughs> trying to choke out Ezio, the greatest, one of the greatest assassins of all time. Who knew time. DK was an assassin? Uh, so, yeah, you're right. He's got the, the bongo drum thing, which would make it hard for Ezio to get close. Um, but I'm also going to point out that in the history... Three seconds. Uh, seven seconds. Okay, I'll see you in the open debate. <laughs> All right, we're here in the open debate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that was the end of Chris's opening statement. Now we get into the opening debate of Donkey Kong versus Ezio and begin. Okay, so this is going to get dark, but uh, oh. in the history of man versus ape, man has been... Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going Tarzan Clayton here, you know, man. <laughs> Go we're talking up. about a cartoon <laughs> ape. I... The laws of reality don't apply. <laughs> so... So if you're right, if, if Ezio gets close, it's going to mess him up. But if Ezio can keep enough distance and line up a shot right through the head of DK, DK's not... Line up a shot? Yeah, he's got a pistol okay, in his Okay, but DK's got some wrist. really thick skin, though. That's some really thick fur. Thick skin as in, like, he can take a lot of, like, He can insults. take a lot... In, well, in the, in, 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 <laughs> that's funny. No, in Smash, he can take a lot of percentage b- before being launched off because he's such a big character. Now, if I'm... Let's say Ezio, framing it this way, Ezio is a Smash character. Uh-huh. His, he would be kind of like a Sheik type 
because he's yeah. an assassin. He's a very that quick character. Close, he could go, yeah. get up close, and you, his range attack would be a bullet. Yeah, he'd get up with the hidden blade. Yep, that would do little. That'll do well, a little bit of damage, but it wouldn't be enough to knock him out. Is he has the daggers are also coated in poison. Oh well, he's got the poison blades as well. That are well, all the part poison of his, would be his, able to nip away at his percentage over time. Which might slow him down enough to line up a shot to shoot him through the eye. Which, to shoot him <laughs> through the eye. Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, so all Ezio's got to do is get a good, good no, cut in on, on DK. During the course of this, no, DK's not just playing defense, though. He's going offensive, too. He's jumping around. He's not a, the fastest character. He's jumping from platform to platform. He's hit, getting some good attacks on Ezio. Ezio's percentage is getting up there. <laughs> But DK's is still, he's a big guy. He's a tough guy. He's got thick skin. I don't know. I don't uh, think Ezio would be able to kill him that easily. The I other mean, thing is Ezio is a good leader. He's very confident. I don't know how that, it might, it might he help him in a fight. He, just, also wouldn't, be able to get, he wouldn't get close <laughs> to DK because DK can just keep smacking the ground and that, keeping him away from him with the, the shock true. waves. And it unless also, he did an, an aerial attack. And so that's where I would say that he would line up a shot to but to just shoot DK. Then I would, just use an, out. I would just use an up smash and save DK. He wouldn't be... In, you're not an assassin in uh, Smash Bros. <laughs> you're not an assassin Smash Bros. You're not an assassin in Smash Bros. You're not hiding. You can't. You see That's everywhere true. where he, he is. He's out in the open. And this is like... This, the, I should have specified that this yes. is like a flat combat area. Okay. So uh, the final destination... Without a pitfall. To Without <laughs> Omega yes, stage. Okay. Yes. So fair it's like enough. a thing of like a wasteland where there's just neutral okay. everything. Or okay. The so he time chamber. He wouldn't be able to get the. I like that. Yeah. He wouldn't be able to get the drop on him. That's true. He wouldn't be able to get the drop. DK, on him. He's not stupid. The D doesn't stand for dumb, Chris. <laughs> what does it stand for? It donkey. <laughs> but I think that. Ezio, I think Ezio would even be willing to take a bit of damage to get a good poison cut in. He'd get in the a good right poison spot. cut like in, he, but he would know where DK to would DK. knock him out before he got killed. And, okay, so let's say so. Well, he, he gets in close, gets a cut in on DK. Maybe DK smacks him away, and it hurts Ezio a lot. Maybe almost critical. Mm-hmm. All Ezio has to do is then line up his shot. And or Ezio just jumps around and waits for the poison to kick in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, all at that, he could just play the waiting game and let the poison kick in. But DK wouldn't let him do that. He'd be on him like a dog or a donkey. <laughs> Kong, Riding him like a donkey. A donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, man, I don't know what else uh, there is to discuss there. I mean, that's, I think I framed it. You guys have a minute left. We debated pretty well. Anything else you want to talk about? I mean, we still got the tie. He could get choked out, man. They should put that as his final final smash. But Ezio's got the cape, so the other thing is he could walk up to DK and do the little cape flash thing and daze DK, and that'll be enough. Like, he walks up to DK under the premise of, like, hey, how are you doing, sir? I'd love to talk oh, really? to you oh, about... DK no, wouldn't no, understand not, that. That would be the case. He would that not would introduce not. him and as a friend. <laughs> They're foes immediately, and so I'm wa- saying that now. He waves, his, he waves his cape, and then he stabs like through the throat. No. Yeah. <laughs> DK. <laughs> so He's got brutal. poison <laughs> in his esophagus. <laughs> oh, no. And, then he, and while he stabs <laughs> in, he takes the shot, so it's <laughs> a point-blank shot. How many bullets does Ezio have? I think in the end game he has a couple actually. Yeah, okay. but it takes a while to fire him. DK could attack him before he got shot off. 
That's how we, the technology hasn't advanced enough. The, but no. his, the one that is loaded, he Four. will. He can get a shoot shot anytime. <sighs> yeah, he wants. but it's not very accurate. It's like a flintlock. All right, so that is close. the end of the open this open debate. Now, it's a cluster shot. <laughs> now it's a blunderbuss. <laughs> now we will have our fi- closing statements of our final debate here. So, any final statements you like to give to each other? <laughs> Just like the vision of. DK <laughs> choking him out, and that's your putting a hidden, a hidden a, putting a hidden blade right through his side. <laughs> you see the closed captioning, guttural gasping. That sounded, <laughs> sounded more like an elite from Halo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, so I will. I will say this after much debate and consideration. I will say that. Ezio will win this one. However, I will say that the damage percentage of Smash does count, like in consideration. I was that was the kind of thing I was looking for for you to say. So, just saying that right now. So, unfortunately, that took a lot longer than expected, and we're gonna go straight to our main topic for Christian, and that is Wait, Star Wars. Did you, Wait, who did won? You say Ezio won. Yeah, Ezio won. Ezio won. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's bullshit. <laughs> Why, why did Ezio win? What was you your... give him the easy ones. Mostly because of the poison and of the smoke cape thing. Yeah, that okay. was that was kind of a big deal. Because the blades are thick skinned, but like the poison would eventually get him in due time. So mm-hmm. and plus and then physical it would damage. give him enough time to line up a shot. Not unless the match ended before DK got killed. He's a master parkour guy, so he can he can run. Exactly. So I like to finish this <laughs> off with some uh, good old fashioned oh. Star Wars. So about a little I want to do a second part of this episode, by the way, because there's a lot of Star Wars stuff I want to get talking about, but unfortunately, we don't have as much time, but we can talk a little bit about it. So, first off, I just want to know, how did you get connected with Star Wars? Like, how, what was your first time watching it? Do you remember? I remember watching it back at our old house when I was a little bit, little boy, a little youngin. little bad. Just a little boy. And back then, there used to be a thing called TBS Superstation. Ooh. If, I don't know if you know what that is. Is that around remember where TNT... Kind of like it was WGN Superstation, I think it was, and I okay. remember very vaguely watching the scene on the Death Star, A New Hope. It was on television, and it was when they were going across the chasm, or, or it was when they were escaping from the Death Star. Right. I always remember that scene. But another thing I always remember is the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. I remember I was in the car once, and obviously I I saw the movie when I was a kid. But the thing I remember about Episode One is the billboard that we drove past it had a giant picture of darth maul oh yeah he was and everywhere at the advertisement yes he alone sold that movie giant yeah. picture of darth maul i was like oh wow i remember him being on pizza boxes from like yeah. pizza hut mm-hmm. at the time that, that was awesome he's still one he of my favorite he sold the movie oh yeah absolutely bar, bar none um i would also say that that's a very nostalgic memory even of the mm-hmm. prequels i, I will mm-hmm. say that well like, and i remember all the faces on the like pepsi cans and mountain yes, Dew and all yes. that stuff in yeah, the back, pepsi one I had an anakin backpack oh yeah an oh, anakin yeah. skywalker pod yep. racer backpack okay i want you I, just thinking about like marketing and stuff like that do you guys remember like the jar jar binks toys that like were everywhere there was one in specific oh, no. I had in memory that is just so awful. I know what you're so, talking about. There's one where the you know those like little like plastic rubbery balls that like have strings on them and stuff like that. It kind of look like a fur like it looks like it's made of fur kind of thing, but not really. Oh, but like it, that like that's his body, and then on top of the, 
on top of the ball has Jar Jar Binks's head. His arms are like coming out of the ball, and he has his tongue sticking out. It is like so disgusting. I hate it's it. Pretty terrifying. It's 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 insane. Here, kids, play with this. <laughs> oh man, I got one for you. It's a. I watched a toy review of this. It's like yeah. a sucker. Mm-hmm. It's like a lollipop, yeah. except it's a giant tongue coming out of Jar Jar's oh. mouth. Oh, it no. looks absolutely dis- It's gross. That's it's disgusting. Wow. I, you know, I used to, I used to collect the action figures, and I had a Darth Maul action figure that I really liked a lot for because he was the man. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember, I was taking a summer trick to Nova Scotia, and uh, I was staying at a, a cottage along the Atlantic Ocean. And we had some builders who were, were kind of doing some work on our cottage. And he's one of the guys was kind of a younger guy, maybe probably early 20s. Mm-hmm. And I was a little kid at the time, saw me playing with the, the toys, saw me playing with Darth Maul. And, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, right on. Star Wars is great, man. And, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, th- he's my favorite, Darth Maul. And this was, you know, I was a little kid at the time, so this was the next thing he said. Like, it was like a taken back. He's like, oh, yeah, Darth Maul, he kicks ass. And as a kid, I'm like, oh. <gasps> You said a swear. He said it. Oh, he said it. But <laughs> he's, he's so not cool. wrong. He said it, but it's not. And he's so, so cool. And yeah, I was like, but that's the thing. Is like, I was thinking about it. And it's like, wow, this is a Canadian too who was saying this. <laughs> <laughs> Are you oh. Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say mine. So this is probably the earliest I can actually recollect of like any memory I have. Period. So this was probably 1995, I'm guessing. So this was before the special editions came out in mm-hmm. theaters and re-released. And I remember this specific memory. I was at my house on the um, on, before I moved over here, and I was on my parents' waterbed. I had Tang juice. I had like a couple of tang like Tang juice, yeah, like Tang orange juice. You never heard of that? No, is that I what it's actually it. called? Tang. I remember. Are you it. serious? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like was okay. this a Michigan thing? No, no, this was like back in the seventies. It was popular, but like it was still like it had like a mascot. You were drinking juice from the seventies, obviously. But no, like they had like a little adverts and stuff like that in the nineties with this like orangutan. Like that was yes, like the mascot. I remember. See, that. Oh, I thought this I was, was something like Pootie Tang. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Very underrated but movie. Anyways, what I, what I remember. Beats what I, everybody up with his belt. <laughs> <laughs> so what I remember is like I'm on my waterbed. I have like a Batman action figure with me. I'm drinking Tang, and I have Star Wars: A New Hope. Well, this is just called Star Wars back then. And like it, it was during the scene where Han was like at the Death Star. It's like everything's fine. Everything's fine. How are you? I just I have that like memory still like lodged into me, and like I, I will never forget it. Like it was just so simple, but like it was just so cool because. You know, Star Wars isn't just like a film series at this point. It's basically a cultural phenomenon. Like yeah. it's phenomena. You remember da, it? Da, 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 da. You remember the f- visuals, the characters, and the music? Mm-hmm. Duel of the Fates. Very much. I love that theme. It's so. See, it's funny. Impactful. I mean, and that's the thing is the show's been parody. I mean, it's been parodied so oh much because the, it's been. It's funny you mentioned that line from Star Wars where it's like, "Oh, everything's fine here. How are you?" Because I just think of Blue Harvest Family Guy where Peter oh, does yeah. that. And he's oh. like, "I'm fine. How are you?" And then the guy opens up to him. He's like, <sighs> "I've been doing better." He's like, "Well, what's wrong? Tell me about it." It's like, "Well." Things aren't going great with my girlfriend. <laughs> and I ends up giving him relationship advice over the intercom. Oh, it's, I, I remember that. That is funny. Probably my favorite part of that one was the couch bit. Yeah. Where they're trying to take it. Twist, twist it. That is so relatable, especially Just moving. Set it down. Set it down. Especially moving into this apartment. Like, I can definitely relate to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, You know, it, it's. I think the, the lightsaber battle was the favorite part with Hubert and the lightsaber is just, like, flopping around. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> Another. Oh, Chris. Just, <laughs> that straightens I up. Re- back to the memory thing. I always remember yeah. going shop, like school shopping or stuff and seeing all the Star Wars merchandise. Oh, yeah. Like they're on notebooks like, and yeah, folders. The notebooks and, and the lightsabers. I remember p- playing with a Qui-Gon Jin green lightsaber, the plastic one that you just whoosh, yeah. swish out. Mm-hmm. I, oh. you know, like I, I do have like opinions on all the films. Like I mm-hmm. don't, I'm not going to like put them on a pedestal. Like they're all perfect, whatever. Like I still, right. I still actually, the thing is I actually enjoy all of them except one. There's one actually, I really don't like as much. I still appreciate it for like opening the lore and stuff like that, but I still can't stand attack of the clones. I, that, uh, that I might, like the I just didn't, stuff. I didn't that's like the There's, color scheme of Attack of the Clones. It like makes me kind of nauseous thinking yeah. about like, it. The I colors like, just don't I, work. I I actually <laughs> grown to love uh, Phantom Menace more and more now. Like when the years have gone by, but, I do too. Um, Attack of the Clones just. There's some things I do like. Like I said, it opens the lore. You know, there's expanding the universe. Yeah, very much so. But like to a point where it was like. Uh, I don't care about Anakin. Better. I don't care about Anakin. <laughs> He's not a very likable character in that movie. No, that's the thing. And he he does way better in Revenge of the Sith for sure. But you know, it's just you know, I I don't th- I don't know if you guys have seen this. If not, I'll send it to you at the end of the show. But I there's this kind of story meme thing I've seen on Facebook. It's about the Last Jedi, mm-hmm. and it says the thing is is if the Last Jedi haters got the movie they wanted. And so the first thing is, is a picture oh, of I've seen that yeah. of Luke, and he's got this, <laughs> the lightsaber that Ray brought back to him, and he says, "Thank you for bringing me this lightsaber. I'm still totally heroic and honorable, by the way. Nothing about going 30 years and ex- ex- exiling myself for a decade while ghosting all my loved ones has changed any aspect of my personality or worldview whatsoever." I agree with that. And then there's the one where he's. Uh, he, uh, Ray is standing with uh, Kylo Ren after they the the uh, scene in the uh, uh, the tent the, the hut oh, when they no, touch fingers the, the, the one where they they beat up all the bad guys that oh that, the, that, the, that, the, oh yeah that room right guard. the red room and Kylo Ren says to Ray your parents are Luke Skywalker and she says gasp and then he says and Obi Wan Kenobi <laughs> double gasp all right that's when it the and then it shows the next one is is Finn using the Force, saying, I'm Force-sensitive, too. And then it shows the the girl, oh, what's her name? The, the Rose. Rose, and yeah, then the, the purple-haired girl. Admiral And Haldo. she's standing, and we don't exist. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, that's and, a spicy one, Chris. And then it's got... Yeah, Snoke, I'm Plagueis. Luke confronting, oh, yeah. Luke confronting oh. Snoke, and he says, there you are, Snoke, or should I say Darth Pelagius? <laughs> This is Dad Darth Insanius. <laughs> oh. But I'll just I'll leave it there. It's a whole okay. story, and it, it definitely looks pretty good. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. we just got a cast announcement for episode nine. I want to go through that very Ooh. quickly. Oh, nice. Billy D. Billy D. Williams is coming back. This is from official hey, Star Wars we saw website. Him at we saw him. I made yeah. eye contact with him, but I didn't wave or say anything to him. Yeah, he was. He, was, he looked like he was relaxed. Yeah, <laughs> but he's coming back as Lando. Yes. Well, I don't know why he didn't come back at the end of Last Jedi when they needed him. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, Carrie Fisher will be back. Ooh, they're, wait, they're, how? They're, they're using... Totally so this is what it modeler. said. It said, We desperately loved Carrie Fisher, says Abrams. Finding a truly satisfying conclusion to the Skywalker saga without her eluded us. We were never going to recast you, CG. Mm-hmm. They're going to use footage from her from episode seven that oh. they didn't use in the film that's that's gotta be a lot mm-hmm. then like you know but what does that mean because and she's i think 
I might we might be seeing a funeral or a montage her or maybe I don't want to see a flashback or I don't as a rule I don't no, like I don't flashbacks. like flashbacks especially in Star Wars yeah um, another bit of news is George Lucas is rumored to have been helping out with the story yeah, George Lucas is like man for episode I need to nine. I mean <laughs> I they had they got all that backlash <laughs> from the last Jedi they have all the backlash for the poor sales from Solo yeah and. The this answer is, the, is this is the problem. I've heard. Go ahead. I, I don't mean to cut no, into you. Please, no, please. No, this is the point. This is something I've heard about in different podcasts. the The Star Wars prequels, the Star Wars original, they had an architect behind them. They had George Lucas plotting out all the plot points. He's an auteur. Yeah. He was in charge of the story. He didn't direct Empire Strikes Back: Return of the Jedi, but he was still in charge. You know, his film professor did though. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's that's his film professor, Irving Kirshner. Like, really? He actually went to him like, yeah, you're you you know Hollywood, but you're not Hollywood. And mm. he directed the film, and like, it's just funny, like how we would have our film professors like direct our like sequel, basically. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just find that the, funny. Anyways, continue. The, the the problem with these sequel movies is that there's no driving force behind it. I mean, JJ was kind of JJ was the one who started it with episode seven, and it passed it. on to Ryan Johnson. He's going to end it with nine, but there hasn't been any architect or somebody. There's they're so just the direction they're passing, suffers. The direction suffers. Yeah. The narrative suffers. I mean, JJ set up all these plot lines in episode seven. Mm-hmm. Ray's parents, who's Snoke? What's Luke going to do at the end? They spend the whole movie leading up to right. giving that lightsaber to Luke, and then the next movie comes and he just tosses it behind I, him I as think a I have joke. An, I think I have an answer for that, for the architect thing. I really thing, don't like that. Architect thing. So I feel like they're rushing these. So yes. as, you, as you may know, Absolutely. ever since 2015, every year there's been a Star Wars film. Now, granted, like all these take time with productions and stuff like that. Like They don't like, like oh, it only takes a year to make a movie. No, it takes a lot longer than mm-hmm. that. However, I remember back in the day, Star Wars movies – prequels originals took like three years until release mm-hmm. of that Between it was like an event one. it was like an event so it's like you know they took time with it you know it's, you know it wasn't always the same result but like they took time with it you know and they these are coming out every single year and it's, it's just like it's my diminishing goodness. the val- the value of the brand in a way because it it just becomes like an annualized it becomes franchise. more corporate in a sense you know it's just yep. it just feels like a money-making so, machine you know and i still like them it's just like they're not the same feeling it just felt like there wasn't an overarching plan going into this trilogy like he passed it on to ryan johnson they had an outline for episode eight but ryan johnson went his own way and i really i just don't agree with that he's mm-hmm. free to do whatever he it's he's a director he can write what he wants he can direct what he wants right but he just i felt he disrespected what well, jj set yeah, down in the movie before especially because now what we have one more movie to wrap everything right. up to wrap this entire of saga the, the Sky, yes Skywalker the whole films. entire saga one through nine which and, and I, honestly, I don't think they're prepared for it honestly i cannot wait until this ends I'm, because i want to see all their new creative ideas uh, after this like you know we can go back in time we can go way forward you know we can yeah I would agree. Do a lot more instead of being constrained with, you know, like, don't get me wrong. I so love the Skywalker. Skywalker. But, yeah. like, we don't need the same family over and over and over again. We've right. seen this, like, at least in so many films. It's, well, that's, it's a, it's a modern day Homeric epic in a way. It's a family drama, Homeric epic. And, you know, once it's over, they're not, I hope they don't go back and try to continue it. I mean, they might go mm. a decade from 30, now or 30, 30 yeah. years from now. Years from now. Daisy, Ray, and Daisy and Ridley's Ray, it's you. But, yeah. It's just a repeat of last year. No, I think yeah. <laughs> JJ has said he wants episode nine to bring it all together. Because, you know, it's the final movie of an entire saga. Yeah. Because he's got a tough... One of the, I yeah. just read this the other day. They were location scouting at Mount Etna, which is where Mustafar 
backgrounds were shot oh, for episode nine. That'd be so they're in this article speculating that oh, Kylo Ren's base is there, and they've also had been casting for extras for the what's what's the word rumored to be the Knights of Ren. Ooh, yeah, because we never we didn't see any of that. We, we didn't see any it. of his Darth Vader fanboyism. Yeah. And, I was really hoping, and maybe they still will, that they were going to take Ray to like a gray Jedi path. That's what I was That's hoping this Luke whole is. thing was. Well, here, was just to be like the Jedi ways aren't working, the Sith aren't working, so you need to be balanced. That's like what this like Thanos about. tried to tell us, yeah. balanced as all things should be, exactly. and you're supposed to the, represent the light and um, dark with this. Is what this trilogy is about. You know what? This one thing about Ray that I actually did like how they did, and you may disagree with me with this, but like I actually like how she didn't have significant parents. I like how it was just you know. It, I she do was, disagree with I have that. mixed feelings that, on it. That's why, that's why I said Rent. I like it because it's like, you know, you don't need, like, royal family blood to make you be better. Like, you are better as yourself. Like, I like that, you know, knowledge being I placed get that. in yourself. But there has to be some exclamation, exclamation, <laughs> explanation for how powerful she is. Luke yeah, is a Skywalker, she gets and he Mary was Sue. struggling to lift rocks yeah. on Dagobah, and she's lifting this whole entire rock-slided pile well, of st- boulders because that was the biggest complaint in the first one was that she's too much of a mary sue right so it's like yep. in she order to, at everything. to answer that she has to be a she Skywalker. doesn't suffer as a protagonist yeah mm-hmm. um I, I i would definitely i, I definitely see you guys as or at least kenobi like but about the, saying. <laughs> about the parents thing her parents could be nobodies but she may have been divinely created through the force like Anakin was. That's true, yeah. Or if you prescribe to this Plagueis theory that Plagueis, that I agree with, Plagueis created Anakin in Shmi's womb, mm-hmm. the same thing could have happened except the Force created Rey. Interesting. And Rey is actually, Rey actually might be the chosen one. That would be... Because her like, parents could be nobodies, but she's yeah. not... Why would she see herself in, down in the cave then? Yeah, because like now there's been two, like, you know, new hopes, basically, like, you know, chosen ones. And it's like, oh, they both kind of failed in a sense so it's like okay now we have this one <laughs> it's a lot there of pressure be being the chosen for one. her strength yeah and i see i'm wondering where that's going to take off after this saga you know mm-hmm. what i mean so oh just want to thank you again christian for coming out of this yeah. episode going off topic yeah, thanks a lot yeah, thank sorry you for kinda, inviting me yeah mm-hmm. sorry we got kind of cut off there but i definitely want to have another part two episode more on star yes, wars for i sure. agree i agree there's, there's a lot more i want to say for sure um just want to thank everybody for coming and have a good one bye bye